You're listening to the You Don't Know Me Yet Podcast Network. Holly Cotton here, and I am, of course, excited anytime I have a woman that's out here making big changes and doing the dang thing. So I'm super excited today. I have Miss Dion Jones. You guys know her as DK. And if you aren't or on social media, you know her as the hippie chemist. So you see where this is going. I'm really excited to hear about everything she's doing, her story. So DK has 25 years experience, oh, over 25 years experience with a chemical background. She's going to tell us all about that. But what's unique about her story is she actually used that chemistry background to create a holistic wellness line. She also focuses on education and healing using herbs and all kinds of stuff. If you guys scroll on her page, you'll see she always has some interesting stuff, how you can make your skin soft with the herbs from your garden outside. So super cool. She's also been on the news several times to talk about her impact on holistic wellness. So welcome, DK. Thank you for having me. Love it. Love it. Okay. So obviously my first question is, how did you go from uh, being a chemist <laughs> to uh-huh. <laughs> starting a wellness line? I know you told the story a million times, but we haven't heard it. So tell us. Right, right. Well, so I actually started my career, believe it or not, formulating paint. So literally paint. So I formulated, and, the, and we call it the coatings industry, right? The chemical and coatings industry, but for cars like Nissan and Toyota. And then I formulated house paint for Sherwin-Williams and Bear, and then cement painting. So I, it actually started in coatings, but what's always been parallel to that is my kind of science to, and knowledge for wellness, right? Not to mention I grew up in kind of like a hippie household. So, <laughs> so my parents, you know, we grew up, my mom would, you know, instead of buying, you know, just say Vaseline or lotion, she's like, go get that um, cod liver oil or go get that shea butter. You know, when we were doing the yard, you know, we're all out. We It was no male or female roles. Everybody did everything. So if we're out in the yard, you know, popping weeds, my dad is like, nope, go get a butter knife and get it from the root. We didn't use pesticides and things like that, right? So it was, it kind of started um, holistically and organically as a kid, but that's kind of where my, where my um, career began in the coatings industry. But what people don't know is that that translate over, it literally translates over into um, a natural healing products. So for example, if you spread shea butter on your skin, you want to make sure that your spread rate is good. You have a coefficient of friction. So you have all of these science properties that you use in the coatings industry that transfer <laughs> that transfers over directly into this kind of natural product um, industry, right? And so that, like I said, it's kind of been parallel. I teach group fitness and, you know, I've, I got a gym and all that, but, you know, we can work out, but if we're not healthy inside and on our bodies, you know, a lot of people don't think about that. Oh, I'm working out. I'm good. But it's like, no, why are you using, you know, this lotion on your body with these preservatives and things like that? When you can use something simply as shea butter and you get better results. Lotion is sometimes 20 to 60% water, which is why when you put it on, you're like, I just put on lotion. How come I have to put it on again, right? <laughs> so instead of going that route, you know, I just look for more holistic, basically everything from the earth. The earth has everything we need to heal ourselves. 
So that's kind of how that that part started. And then um, I would have people come to me. I have eczema. Can you help me? I have, um, you know, GI issues. What can I do for my gut? What can I do for my hair? Things like that. So it kind of just grew out of that, you know, just helping people really. Okay. So that is very interesting. And I love all of that. <laughs> Honestly, I like, I really did take some mental notes, but it's such a unique thing to do. And, and I love whenever I hear, cause I'm in the fitness field also, I have other things yeah. going on as well. And, and sometimes I also feel like, Hmm, now how can I tweak this? Because you've been doing something for so long, but you were like, I think I could do something else. So that's very valuable information. So one of the things I wanted to ask you about is about the shea butter that you just mentioned, because oh, yes. everything <laughs> is the shea butter, the shea butter, yes. the shea butter. Yes. So you can go any store and if they, they feel like if they have that as an ingredient, then automatically mm -hmm. it makes it good. So what exactly is shea butter? Okay. So shea butter is actually a nut that's grown in Africa. So first of all, let me, let me say this. If you have nut allergies, then there are some people that can't use shea butter. So they may go with mango butter right? So that's the first thing. Let me get that out there. But people think just because shea butter is an ingredient in, an, in a product that it's healthy, that is not true. Because what typically what they do, for example, if you have a shea butter lotion, they take the oil, they emulsify it in a liquid medium, right? And then you still have surfactants and preservatives and things like that. Because again, anytime you introduce water into a product, you have to have a way to preserve it. Because as we know, water goes rancid. It grows mold and bacteria and things like that. So you have to add preservatives. So shea butter is a nut. It's actually processed. So you heat it, you add water. There's a whole process you go through and you end up with this butter. And it's all natural. It's all plant-based. And the reason it's so good is because it has a high saponification value. That's a that's a, a term that you know we might we can go into later. But what that means is that it is going to absorb into your skin, number one. Number two, it's highly moisturizing, right? And it, it gives a lot of pliability to the skin, a lot of flexibility to kind of help keep, you know, the wrinkles and things like that. They also um, add barutu to root. So if that yellow color that's in there, that's actually a root that's added as an antioxidant, okay? So even though shea butter has like all this range of colors, when you get to that really yellow color, there's actually an additive in there. Another plant-based, you know, compound that is actually good for you as well. But this is why shea butter is, like I said, so good because it absorbs. It also does not cause acne. So it's non-comedogenic. So that's why you can use it on your face and your body and you don't get like these acne breakouts and things like that. Again, if you are allergic to nuts, you want to go to maybe a mango butter or some other type of butter. But that is why it moisturizes, it acts as a barrier to protect the skin from things out in the environment. So not only does it absorb some into the skin, but it also creates a barrier to help protect you from the environmental, you know, pollutants or things like that. And it helps to moisturize as well. And it's, it's extremely healing for the skin. So again, don't be fooled by shea butter as an ingredient. And that's why everyone wants to jump on the bandwagon because... Exactly. <laughs> Because it, because it's a natural ingredient. And that there's a thing it's called, you know how you have gaslighting as a term? There's a thing, there's a term that's called green lighting. And so what that means is that some companies 
will use certain ingredients to, in so many words, gaslight you into thinking these things are organic or they're healthy, but they have that one ingredient. But then you look at the other ingredients and then it's all still a, a, still a whole list of ingredients of the bad stuff. So you just want to be aware of what you buy. You know, of course, I'm always going to support small businesses and just get your shea butter from someone, you know, that actually like my shea butter actually comes from Africa. Um, there's a whole woman collective there. They actually make the shea butter. And so you're so not only do am I a small business owner selling it, but I'm also supporting this woman's collective in Africa to make sure that they have money for their families and, you know, things like that. Of course, through another company, I buy it from another company, but they actually, the supplier, the, this group of women is, they're from Africa. Okay, great. Yeah. That's right, boo. We support and small business. <laughs> I love it. I love, no, but I think, I'm glad that I did ask about that because I think that is something that a lot of people are, I, like you said, now I have a new term I can use green lighting because you think that it's part of the world. You think that it's part of earth or whatever it's holistic or natural, but no, that's not shea butter. That's Adam. I wrote it down. I'm on it now. I'm about to go look at all my shea butter and see what exactly is real and what is not. So I love that. Thank you. Absolutely. Yes. And to be quite honest with you, you just get the regular shea butter or mango butter. You know, don't even worry about getting the lotions per se, because they have water in them anyway. You know, so when you go to the store and you buy things like lotion, you're actually paying for water. It's kind of the same thing with detergents that you wash your clothes. Probably 50% of it is water when you can just get like the concentrates, right? And you're paying, it might cost the same, but you get a lot more loads out of it. Mm. So you guys better follow the hippie chemist because she's gonna get you <laughs> get your skin right, your insides right, and your budget right. I love it, TK. I love it. Okay, so next question I wanted to ask because, like I said, I know that you being a woman, and I always talk to people that are in STEM because I think that um, there is like a gap with women that are actually chemists that are, they are doing stuff. So I think that's always something I like to highlight that there are those roles. Women aren't just, you know, out here doing beauty brands, but the fact that you were in STEM and you were out here making paint with polymers and all of that. Right. I love that. So <laughs> what is one of the most common feedback things that you got as a woman in a STEM that was that or anything that caused challenges as you were a woman embracing going into that chemist role? Mm -hmm. You know, Holly, the, the biggest thing for me would be diversity and being able to relate to people that look like me, right? So number one, we know that STEM it has always been a male-dominated field. As a matter of fact, right now, STEM, 34% of the STEM field is women. Now, when you say STEM, that's science, you know, technology, engineering, math. But when you break it down to chemistry, like how many chemists do you actually know? I know, you know one I now. Mean? <laughs> right. <laughs> so when you break, especially industrial chemistry, like, you know, not only did I do R&D, but I formulated, I did production, I did QC, I did tech service. So when you break it down to that, it's even smaller. But I think that part of it is that number one is we need to see more people that look like us, but also understand the cultural differences, right? So if I go in and like my ideas, it might the end result might be the same, but the pathway to get there might be different because the whole 
they don't understand that process. I think that kind of, and not only the process, but you know, the way we act and how we respond and, you know, things like that. I think understanding um, that is going to help tremendously. And I think also too, for the younger generations, we have to relate that to them. So one of the things I do is, for example, I go to schools, I go to colleges, we do chemistry, but I make it fun, right? So we go in, for example, um, I just did a high school here in um, Cleveland, um, Catholic Central High School. It's a, it's a group of girls. And so what we do is we made hair oil, hair and scalp oil. So as we're making the oil, we're going through the science of why are you adding this oil? Why are you using this essential oil, right? And so by bringing them in and relating it to them, to their hair, this is still science. It's a way to pull, you know, this, this next generation of, of chemists in. Because to be quite honest, like there's only about 7.7% on the whole of STEM black people in the field. Right. That's so that, and that's not even breaking it down into women or men or anything like that. So, yeah. So that is a way that's one of the things I do to kind of bring them in. But I think to answer your question, the cultural differences, seeing people that look like them, um, making sure that they have a space there and that they're going to be heard, they're going to be listened to and they're going to be understood. Because I cannot tell you how many times I get. Well, we thought you were mad at us. Mad for what? It's, it's morning. I haven't had coffee. <laughs> right. And I think that's, I'm glad you said that because I think that's always like just the whole stereotype of being a black woman and yeah. feeling like as soon as you come in, you're already, Oh, what, what is she on today? Or what it's like, what? And, and, and it's like, why do I have yeah. to defend? I have to wake up defending the, the moves that you're making, or I have to, you know, yeah, yeah I'm glad you highlighted that. Cause you're right. Like what, what are you even yeah. talking about? Um, yeah, it's an extra layer. And you know, until I got older, I didn't understand it, but that is an extra layer of stress that we carry and we don't even realize it. It's like, okay, not only do I have to go to work, I have to be a top performer, I have to kill it at work every day, but that extra layer of stress as far as I have to watch how I relate to people, how I respond, how I, that's the extra layer that's there, but we don't even realize it until we're out of that environment and you're like, oh my God, I can breathe. Like I can literally be myself, right? Right. Like you said, I have to overperform and yeah. now I got to worry about your feelings about me overperforming. You know what? Yes. Too much. Yes. I'm about to just, <laughs> which goes into my next section. I, I'm just about to transition from working in a chemical background to becoming my own boss. So <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> well, that's, that's my next question because you guys, uh, TK has had numerous awards. She's had the Smart Business, uh, uh, Smart Business Entrepreneur Award, STEM Excellent Award, tons of other awards, nominated for a lot of things. Just like you said, all the stuff that you're doing as well. So tell us about that transition of working in a chemical background to actually becoming your own boss. Right. Well, I'm going to be honest with you, Holly. It was never. I always was an entrepreneur because I always kind of had my little thing on the side. But what happened was I had the opportunity to purchase the gym. And that is what kind of catapulted me out of, you know, these opportunities come up. You all, I always know that, you know, the, the universe is always going to provide you with the things that you need at the time. And so when the opportunity came up, I was like, you know what, I'm going to go for it. And at the time I was already, you know, in the field, I was kind of getting tired of everything. I'm like, you know, I just want to, 
do my thing. And so that's actually, so 2014 is when I actually went full time, you know, into, into doing my own thing. But that is what actually took me out of corporate America is the opportunity to purchase the gym and not only purchase the gym, but also, you know, start creating my products and, you know, helping people and consulting and things like that. So that is what happened that pulled me away. <laughs> right, right. And I actually, I had a conversation with a friend not too long ago, and we had a discussion because I always talk about going into different things that I'm doing now that whether, you know, whether it's a lateral move or parallel to what I'm doing, whatever, whatever the direction is. And it sometimes it can be scary. And I'm like, but I'm a nurse, yeah. like, I don't know how to have a podcast show, or I don't know how to go out and be on the red carpet talking to people. And he was like, No, he was like, you've been a nurse, you've done that, you rock that you're still doing nursing stuff. But Absolutely. That's already done. So what's our next chapter? What are we doing next? What is that? And I think that's what you're saying. Like, I've already been a chemist. I've already worked in corporate. Yep. I've already done that. That I'm uh, That's part of my life. I've defined it. And now I'm ready to move on. So I'm glad that that happened. Yeah. And, and it opened all these other avenues. Because if you don't take Absolutely. that leap of faith, you would have still been like, can I have my coffee before y'all judge me? Right. Exactly. Exactly. And I also think too, you know, change is scary, you know, it really is. But, and here's the deal. You have to do it. Like you can prepare all you want, but until you're do, until you do it, you're still not going to learn. You know, you understand what I'm saying? Like, even if you have mentors and things like that to help you, it's like, you will learn along the way. I promise you one thing about us, we will figure it out. Exactly. Exactly. I think, I think that's women, no matter what the race is, what the culture Absolutely. is, a woman is going to figure some ish out. Okay. Absolutely. We were, we are going to figure it out 100%. Right. Right. Okay. So now I, let's go into now. Okay. So now we've transitioned. We talked about the chemist role. We talked about you now being a gym owner, opening these roles. So now you're starting to like, you said, now I'm going to, everything I was learned, uh, everything I was taught that I learned as a child, now I'm going to implement that. And I'm going to start my own line. So what yes. were some of the challenges you had and are still having? Because I know it's so easy for people to go to one of the main real retailers and get something off mm -hmm. of the shelf. And even yeah. if it's not healthy, it's just the fact that I know I'm, you know, grocery shopping. And so I can get my shea butter lotion while I'm there or whatever. Right. So what are some of the challenges that you've had and, and that you're dealing with, with having a wellness line? Okay. So, so number one is I, I, I have an online store, but one of the things that I did a lot of pre COVID is vendor shows. That's where you get a lot of your business. You make a lot of your connections, you do your networking. And so even though I have online, like people knew me, they're like, oh my God, I follow you online, you know, but I would be able to meet them in person. So number one is post COVID getting back out there into the vendor world, right? Which now I don't have as much time as I used to. And then also too, um, you know, what is the next chapter? So now I, I, I want to rebrand, you know, new labels and all that good stuff. I want to work on getting into some of the major retailers. So now it's meeting that group of people. Um, get, you know, I've been doing a lot of webinars and trainings, you know, with um, 
uh, like Goldman Sachs and, you know, things like that. So now it's time, it's time to pivot. So number one is, of course, the recognition and selling the product and getting your, getting your name out there. And it's like, you can't do that. Some people are blessed enough to have it happen online for them. Some people, you still have to go out into the community so people know who you are, you know? So that is a huge part of it. So right now I'm at the point, like I said, I need to rebrand. I also do, one of the things I also do, which I do continue to do is I actually do custom formulations for people. So I've actually formulated products for lines that are already out there, right? So that is something else I do. So if someone comes to me and they're like, look, I want to start a hairline. This is what I want. I will do the formulas. I give them all the samples. We do pilot testing and stuff like that. So that is another avenue that I have, you know, for revenue and things like that. So yeah, so that is kind of the next step for me is the rebranding and, you know, getting back out there to the vendor shows and maybe, and possibly getting into some of the major retailers. So that's it right now. Okay. And that's really, really a good point using the, the tools that you have to also help other people do their thing too. And, oh, absolutely. and I'm going to get a check while I'm helping you do that because absolutely. some people, they want to have their own product or whatever, and they have no ideas because who knows a chemist other, the, other than you. Absolutely. <laughs> and, absolutely. And to be honest with you, I really love doing that part of it. You know, I don't know. I'm kind of like a behind the scenes type person. I'm really not, you know, like being in the front and stuff like that. That that That's cool. But that's technically like not my I'm more of a behind the scenes kind of pump up the team type person. <laughs> but uh, but for me and, and here's the deal. I I want others to win as well. So if that means, you know, because people white label all the time, that's what they call it. So whether you are drop shipping, whether you are white labeling, meaning that you are literally buying someone else's product, you're putting um, your label on it. So people do that all the time, right? So this is a way for, for other companies to have their own line of products that is that they're formulated by a chemist. I make sure all the testing is done. They have all of the ingredients, how to packaging. We go through everything, their packaging process how to feel, you know, to make sure that there's no bacteria in the containers. We do stability testing. So there's a whole nother realm because if you're not a chemist, you don't know to do all these things, right? You just think, oh, I'm going to put some shea butter in here. But it's like, did you sanitize your container, right? You don't know if there's bacteria in that container or not. It just came from the manufacturer. So there's a whole another set of testing and things that you know you should be doing so you don't you know that doesn't come back to bite you in the end where somebody could potentially sue you because who knows they may have gotten a bacterial infection from your product or whatever the case may be that's yep, a good so that point. is just the whole that's a whole nother realm and i'm glad you mentioned that because i know people that are going to listen are going to be like you know what i think i'm gonna start selling me some shea butter so i'm glad you broke that down and you said and you explained yes yes it is all Right, it just because you can cook table. some stuff up doesn't mean that you should be yes. selling it. <laughs> Absolutely. And another thing, too, is lab safety. You know, I, I, I'm on TikTok, um, and I'll put this out there. This is a, I guess, shameless plug, TikTok chemist. I give a ton of natural healing videos on there, whether it's for your how to make your own toothpaste, how to oil pull, you know, whatever. But I see a lot of um, home-based businesses, which they are called cottage businesses and they are doing things that could potentially harm them like for example 
making a alo uh, hand sanitizer and they're putting it in a blender with IPA, which is IPA is isopropyl alcohol, which is rubbing alcohol. This is 70 to 90% alcohol, which is extremely flammable. So what happens when you blend it? It heats it up, you get vapor. If there's a spark, you get an explosion, right? So not only that part of it, but you have to be careful as far as be having a home lab as well. So there's just a lot of things that, like I said, if you don't know, you're not a chemist, they don't know, and that's okay. That's not their lane. Right. You know? <laughs> hey, I stay in my own lane because I know I barely, right. I can barely make my meal prep. I'm not about to cook up anything. But I also wanted to just kind of sidebar on what you said about the the vendor show and and I also and I just wanted to say that just as an acknowledgement of that part and say that you know it's very hard to sell products it's easier yes. to sell t-shirts because people know a t-shirt's gonna wear a certain way or a hoodie or whatever whatever the clothing is like it just it, it seems like it's easier for whenever you have something that's concrete and people know it just depends on the fabric so I know that that mm -hmm. is definitely a challenge for anyone that's listening and that may be watching you as a, a motivator that going out and selling your product is because you have to sell people on they want to sample it they want to touch it they want to yeah. do do that before they or and i know i'm the same way because i'm like mm, yeah. I, I, I try to support everyone so i'm like oh i'll buy but give me the little one because i don't know you know so right. so that's right. a big part i'm glad you did mention that that you have to go out and you're selling this brand you're showing people there's another alter all there's an alternative way of yes. having lotion or having this stuff. So whew, yeah. kudos to y'all. And then not only that, you want to, a lot of people want to talk because remember at the end of the day, I am a problem solver. So if you have dry skin, the problem is how do I take care of my dry skin? I am, you want to talk to me to be able to help you solve that problem. Well, if you're not out talking to people, how do they communicate with you about, you know, unless you're doing it through, you know, social media or things like that, but they want to talk to you face to face, you know, Heck yeah, I want to so get some free advice. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. On my pinky toe, I've been having this thing, exactly. which <laughs> I, exactly. I already know. I already know. As soon as someone, yes. that's why I never tell anyone I'm a nurse. Because as soon as I say I'm a nurse, then here they go. I'm like, oh, my. Yes. oh. I don't know. Here what did your go, doctor right? say? <laughs> yeah, funny, funny, funny. Okay, so here's a funny question that I have. And I know that anytime we go from one thing to another thing, or we start a business, or we start something, or, or we, we actually find our purpose in life, or we start following our passion, whatever it is along that journey, a lot of times we learn something that we did not, one, anticipate learning that, Lord... I really didn't need this lesson or, you right. know, it's, it's something that happened. So what's something that you learned from your transition and, and your branding and having a gym and now being, like you said, an educator, being on news, talking about all of these things, like you guys, she's big time too, you know, don't, don't put some respect uh, on her name. Um, but, but what is one thing that you learned that you had no idea you were even going to learn? You know, looking back, these are the, what the what, number one thing I wish I knew going into this is are the parts of a business, right? 
So number one is the team. And let me explain what I mean by the team. Number one is a mentor. I literally would have seeked out a, a gym mentor or someone who's, you know, already formulated natural products and things like that. Um, I also would have a business growth strategist. So someone that to help me navigate business growth, right? And in addition to that, not only the business growth, but also a tax strategies. So it's not only about having an accountant or a bookkeeper. At the end of the day, we want to lower our tax, you know, the amount of taxes that we pay. So I would have had an accountant slash bookkeeper slash tax strategist, right? And then, of course, a good attorney, because you want to make sure that whether you want to trademark, you want to make sure your business structure, whether you want an LLC, a S Corp, a C Corp, you want to make sure that um, your tax structure is set up properly for what you're doing. So that is another part um, of the team. And then also like a financial advisor. You know, I, I would have had all of this. I would have when I first started, because I actually the business was already in motion and I purchased the business, I would have had all of these things in place. You know what I mean? When I purchased the business, it would have helped me navigate so much more smoothly. I would have had so much more help instead of me learning, you know, OK, I got to figure it out. I got to, you know, take this webinar and I got to call and seek out this person. But that is the number one thing. I would have made sure my business structure was set up properly. I would have made sure I had all of the a good, um, I would say, management team, I guess is what I want to call it. But that is the number one thing that I you want to get. You want to take care of the business in first before you start the business. I know we always hear, you know, just start it. You'll figure it out. But there's also a business side to that because you don't want to have to you know, take care of things that at, at the end that you're trying to catch up or something happened versus taking care of that in the beginning where it could have made your, your navigation so much more smooth. Okay. The great advice. Great advice. I love that. I, I always like asking about those kinds of questions because you think, you know, it's going to be an easy transition. Like you said, everybody's like, no. And I even, I'm an author. So I have a book called day one. So my book is about the oh, day that you decide to figure out your life and, and bet on yourself is your day one. So now what are we going to do? So yeah, people are like, yeah, so I decided it's my day one. And I'm like, yeah, now day one means the day you decide. And now, how, what, <laughs> now what are our goals? What are we going to do? What's our circle? What's yeah. our resources? Yeah. So yeah, you can say it, but let's get some things in, in place. So I'm glad you said that as well. I love that. I love that. Okay. So tell us, because I know it's the end of the year now. So 2022, we already kind of crushed a bunch of goals. So tell us about any 2023 or any upcoming projects that you have drop all of your social media handles and your okay. website, <laughs> and also tell us how we can support you. Okay. So 2023, this is always going to be our year, right? <laughs> So I got a couple things going on. So number one is um, we, I like I mentioned before, I do a lot of events with schools and colleges. So if you're out there and you have a group of girls that you need to get motivated, you know, have them uh, get more interested in science and things like that, please contact me. I've been doing these events for years now. But like I said, not only do we do science, but we make it fun, right? So we do TikTok dances. We do all kinds of fun stuff. So if you have a group of girls, please contact me. I'll be more than happy to, um, to do that. The other thing is I also do, um, you know, adult events, right? So we might, I did an event called 
you know, it was yoga and then we make sage bundles or it might, we might make a sore muscle oil, things like that. Um, and, but ultimately Holly, here's my ultimate goal is I want an apothecary. So my end goal is I want to actually be, I want an apothecary. So what is that? That means that you come to me, you tell me you have a cold, I mix you up some herbs, you take that home and you, you know, sip it in tea or it might be a tinge cure or things like that. So that is, you know, part of, part of my goal. I want to actually have an apothecary, whether that's inside the gym or online or whatever the case may be. So that is my ultimate goal. And, um, and then in addition to that, like I said, looking into getting into some major retailers, the rebranding of the line and, you know, that kind of thing. So those are my goals for 2023. Okay. I believe in you. I know we're going to crush it. So website, social media handles. Okay. And spell so it out because is... we're audio and visual. So spell it out for the people okay. that are driving and listening. Okay. So website is www.hippychemist.com. That's H-I-P-P-I-E. C-H-E-M-I-S-T dot com. Um, TikTok is TikTok Chemist. Facebook is Hippie Chemist. Uh, Instagram is Hippie Chemist. So though, oh, and then I'm on LinkedIn. I'm actually on LinkedIn as my regular name, Dion Jones, D-I-A-W-N, and that's Dawn with an I. Okay, great. I'm going to go stalk and follow all of your pages as well. <laughs> I love that. Thank I love you, that. Thank you. And for anyone that's interested in any of your products, I know you said that you were doing like the, the vendors and stuff like that. But if say I want to go on and buy something right now, what's the best way or the easiest way for me to get some of your products? Okay, so just go to my website. It's www.hippychemist.com. If I if it shows out of stock, please inbox me because I have not updated the store in a while. I'm still trying to get stock up for you know Christmas and things like that. But please, if you see something you need, inbox me. I promise I'll make it and get it out to you. Okay. Okay. Great. 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 Because that's I know that's the one thing people are like, well, how, what do I get? Well, I want some shea butter or I want something or what do I? <laughs> I have body butters. I have um, magnesium oil, which is very good for if you have restless legs or sore muscles or, and you know, this as a nurse, you know, magnesium is huge, you know, it's used in over 300 bioprocesses in the body. So yeah, so there's, there's, you know, products on there. If they're, if they're showing out of stock, please um, inbox me or email me directly from the site. And I promise I'll get them in the store and get them, um, get them shipped out to you. Okay. Thank you. Okay, I love that. I love that. I love that. So that is Miss Dion Jones, you guys, AKA DK, <laughs> AKA hippie chemist, AKA chemist, <laughs> gym owner, fitness, wellness, holistic entrepreneur. So I love that. So it was Thank so nice you. to meet you, DK. And I cannot wait you to see too. all the things you do coming up in the future. I'm super Thank excited you. for the connection. 